Good morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ, and good morning to those in the world that are not of Christ. If you ever wonder, what do you mean, not of Christ? Well, you're not believers in Jesus, you're not Christians, you're not saved. If you think you belong to a Christian church, or you were baptised as a baby, are you Christian as a baby, and you're part of that, I've got news for you, you're not. You're part of a big family, or like a church, some churches like the Roman Catholic Church, they're just a big cult. You know, they're a big family. That's what you're part of. You're a Catholic. That's the end of it. And there's loads of churches, like even the Church of England, in a sense, in some respects. But there's churches all around the world. And you're just part of that family in the church. You're part of that. It's like me being part of a motorcycle club. You wear the T-shirt and you're part of that motorcycle club. That's it. It doesn't mean you're going to heaven, pal. The only way you go to heaven is through Jesus. And you must be born again. That's what Jesus said in John 3, 5. You must be born again of water and spirit to inherit the excuse me to inherit the kingdom of god to enter the kingdom of god so jesus made it very clear what you must do and if you don't agree with that then he doesn't particularly care neither do i but you will go to hell it's as simple as that you do what he tells you to do and when you you, when you give that confession and you repent of your sins is it is as an adult you are aware of what you're doing. That's why a baby cannot be responsible for sins later on. This rubbish the Catholics teach that um, a baby is cleansed of all sins in the future. Uh, no, the baby doesn't even know what it's doing. You know, how can a baby be responsible for sins at the age of 30? You know, it's just, it, what they've done is the Catholics, they've taken that from the Hebrews, um, the Jews before um, Jesus came, that, you know, on the eighth day, um, a child needs, a male boy needs, to, a male boy, a boy needs to be circumcised. And they would chop the foreskin. It was just part of the, the system at that time. So the Catholics took that and thought, oh, we'll put some water on the babies. That makes the babies um, angels. And that's where the nuns get their ideas that they're perfect. And, you know, when the Bible says that all sin, all flesh is sinful. So when I say to a nun, then you say you're perfect. When the Bible says you're sinful. Well, no, we're not. No, the Bible says, the Holy Bible, which you come from, says that all flesh is sinful. So if you're perfect, then you're contradicting the Bible. So that's what it means, basically. Without Jesus, you're kind of doomed, in a sense. Well, you are. Now, this one's going to be called, Pedophiles Will Burn in Hell. Technically, they don't burn in hell, but I'm doing that as just like a, a, like a, a catchment of grabbing everyone's attention. Um, but they actually burn in the lake of fire, which I'll go on to in a minute in Revelation 21.8. The reason why I'm doing this is because Pedophiles, in my in my opinion, are the lowest of the low. You can't get any lower, in my opinion. You are the scum of the earth. You you are literally children of Satan. You walk with him. You're doing his work. Now there are those out there that are tempted by it. I don't know how that works. You're tempted and you fall into it. It's beyond me that bit. But there are those who walk in it and enjoy it, right? And believe me, just mark my words on this. There's no punishment on this earth satisfactory for you, for what you've done. And when you sleep for the last time, you will be in hell. You will be in a place of suffering. You will be in a place of complete torment. And hell is a, is a massive prison, basically, but it's not a nice place. Then you go before God for judgment. And after that, you're thrown into a lake of fire. Now, a lake of fire is like a massive big pool of lava. And you look at it burning. You're thrown into that and you don't die. It's, it's part of the second death. You just burn forever and ever and ever. If you read Revelations 14 and Revelations 21, it talks about your torment goes on and on and on. And I'll do that now. I'll show you quickly what I'm on about. Your torment doesn't end. It goes on and on and on. Some people seem to think that, oh, you're burnt up and that's the end of it. No, it's not. So Revelations 21 verse 8 says, But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexual immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters, and all liars, they will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is a second death. 
you know, so confined to the fiery lake. Yeah, you're confined to it. That means you don't get out. You are literally there forever. You don't burn because you have an eternal soul. The only one that can destroy your soul is God. But why would he want to destroy a convict like you that deserves the ultimate punishment? Right? I mean, I say to people this. Imagine at home you've got a gas stove, right? Turn the gas stove on and put your hand over it. Within a second you move your hand because it's burning. Well, imagine this. Your hand never moves. You feel every inch of that pain forever because of what you've done. You paedophiles, if you listen to this, you are the scum. You are the filth of this earth. You're that stuff that floats on the sewer. You're not even worth that, mate. Right? That's how severe this is. Now, as a Christian evangelist, I can say this because, number one, I care about all people. But th this thing is very, very touchy because I know someone personally who was abused as a child. And it disgusts me. Absolutely disgusts me. I mean, I've said to the Lord, if I ever came across one, you know, Lord, but you want to hold me back because I'll just go ballistic, right? It, it just boils my blood. And I know for a fact he would. And he would literally come out of my mouth like a ball of fire at this person and the fear would come down them. I've done that before. The Lord has come out of my mouth at someone and you can see the fear in their eyes. And they better repent because if they don't, the torment they're going to go through. And let me just make that clear to all pedophiles if you're listening and those who know pedophiles. The torment that you're going to face, I can't emphasize enough. I can't get it out in words because you are the scum of the earth. You have violated a child that's made in the image of the living God. How can you do that? I look at these little children when I go out and about my daily walks and do my thing. You know, when I was the other day, I was in the fish and chip shop and I was sitting there talking to my friend and this beautiful little girl comes in with her mum. And I'll tell you this, it's just amazing what the Bible says that children are a blessing in your life. They're a complete blessing, what they bring and what they are. The children flooded when Jesus was here on this earth. They flooded around him because he's God. They knew who he was. And you know something? You've just gone and violated that. You've just gone and abused that for your sick, wicked, evil desires. And there's no excuse on this earth that justifies what you have done. Nothing. There are countries, this is how evil the UK is and Europe. They are trying now to justify paedophilia. In some countries, it's legalized. So that means a man in his whatever age is, or a woman can rape a, t a kid under 12 years old. So what about the rights of the kid? I don't give a damn if it's a medical issue or sexual fetish. These people should be burned, right? In Africa, you will have a tire stuck round you and they will pour petrol over you and light you up. In Russia, you are sent to a concentration camp and you are forgotten. You, your name is removed. You have a number and you'll work to death. In this country, the UK, guess what they get? They get five years in prison, if that. Then they get a nice little cosy room. They get a TV, three meals a day, segregated from the rest of the prison because all the other prisoners are tear them to pieces. And then they, when they come out, guess what else they get? They get a changed name, they get money in their pocket, and they get somewhere else to live. When I've got veteran mates of mine living on the street, it's a disgrace. This country is so woke and so left, it's disgusting. Because I'll tell you this, if it was right, these people would be executed. It's a disgrace. Now, let me just say this. If you are mentally impaired and it's you are genetically impaired and you're doing these things, you still need to answer the system and the law, right? But I encourage you to repent to my Lord Jesus because if you don't, you're going to hell. That's it. Game over. Finished. It's really hard because I know someone personally who has suffered from this, right? I know a few people actually. And what that, what these sick, what this sick person did to this person just blew me out of the water. Just, I just cried my eyes out because how can you? How can you do that? It's just horrible. 
but you're going to answer. So just remember this, you may think of all the things you've done in your life, and I'm speaking to lots of people now on this podcast, and if you're someone who's done these things and you got away with it and no one's ever found out you did it, and there's lots of stories of this in America and around the world, and the system's never been able to prosecute you because of lack of evidence, let me make something clear to all of you now. I'm talking to everyone to do with every sin. Everyone's going to answer. There's nothing that you will not answer for. Everything you've done and doing is being seen and witnessed by the heavens as we speak. So don't think for one second you're just going to get away with it and vanish into dust. No, your soul will go before God for judgment. But first it will go to hell. My soul and other souls that are in Christ, they go straight to heaven, to eternal peace. Now, this might upset a lot of you what I'm about to say. If you meet a paedophile, a new one, and that person genuinely repented to Jesus, genuinely repented and meant it, God would forgive them. Because behind every act of wickedness, it doesn't matter if it's lying, if it's murder, if it's theft, paedophiles, rapists, and so on, behind every wicked act is Satan, the tempter. He came up with all of this. This stuff isn't naturally in us to do. Sometimes some of you might think, why did I just do that? Yeah, well, you don't want to do it, but you just did it. Yeah, because your flesh is naturally sinful, and it's because of him and his fallen angels that he's done all this from the beginning. So that's why God brought his son into the world, to save us from our sins. There's no other God or pagan God in the world that's done that. And God, Jesus, God became flesh, walked on this earth, and died on the cross. That sacrifice on the cross was essential, because without that, we'd be all in serious trouble. We wouldn't even be here now. So he did that because of his mercy and his love for us. And all he wants is a genuine repentance from our hearts to him, right? And if you mean that, he will save you and you will get to heaven. I met someone the other day that's really scared of death. I said, you know why you're scared of death? Because you're not born again. You're not, you're not, you haven't got Jesus living inside. You haven't got the Holy Spirit living inside you. You're not born again. So you're just an empty vessel walking around on this earth and you're scared of death. Yeah, you should be. Because if you die, you'll be in hell. Simple as that. You cannot be in the presence of God. So another example would be Moses. Now Moses was a righteous man in the Old Testament. This guy was a prince of Egypt. God took him out of that, led him into the desert for 40 years to break him down, to get him to what he wanted, to humble him. He came up to be one of the most humble men in the Old Testament. Now, uh, he did a lot of good things for the Lord and the Lord wants to reward him and say, look, I'll do anything you want. What do you want me to do? Or so rather, what do you want? I'll give you anything. And the one thing he said is, I want to see your face. I want to see your glory. And he says, the father said, no, you can't. Because you'd burn up. You'd be destroyed. But as I pass you in the clouds, you'll see my back. Which he did. This was on Mount Sinai. Now, what I'm trying to get to you is that Moses was a righteous man in the Old Testament, the Old Covenant. Even he couldn't see God's face. Right? Why? Because there was no sacrificial lamb for his sins. So when he died, he went to a place called Sheol in the ground. Right, which ties into the New Testament of the rich man Lazarus, when the rich man could see Lazarus. Lazarus was in Abraham's prison, which was like heaven and the ground. And um, the rich man was in hell. There was a chasm. They could see each other. Now, some people have reported that they've, they've gone deep underground and they found these magical places with all these massive big trees and it's only ecosystem and it's an amazing place. Well, yeah, that could be the case of what this place was left behind. Because all these people, when Jesus died on the cross, he went down the ground, he did two things. One is to take all them people in Sheol in the ground up into heaven, right? And to also tell the fallen angels and Tartars they had failed. But he rose from the death, rose from the grave. And this is very important for all of those believers and very important for you who are non-believers that when you repent of your sin and you come to Jesus, he forgives you and gives you eternal life. That means you don't die. 
That means when you sleep for the last time, you'll have complete peace and happiness in your life and you'll be in heaven. But if you don't, you'll go to hell because you cannot be in the presence of God because of your sin. This is why Moses could not see God's face because of his sin. You see what I'm trying to get at? If you can see what I'm on about. So when you hear the Buddhists and the Muslim and the Hindu and all these people talking about their gods, their pagan gods, they don't offer an atonement for your sin. Your sin is a crime. It needs to be paid for. Then people say, oh, God's all merciful. He will just forgive me. Okay, right. So if that's the case, then let me just hold this for one second. Right. Let's just say you go out in the street and you murder someone. Right. And you get arrested. Now you go before a judge so many months later. By the, but before that, you've been held in prison because of your murder. You go before a judge and because you pay your taxes and you think you're good, you explain that to the judge, and the judge goes, all right, you know what, I'm feeling good today, I'll let you go, off you go. But where's the justice for what you've done? Now, a lot of Buddhist left-wing scumbags out there will say, oh, it's all about forgiveness. These people have never been at the hand of suffering. They've never lost loved ones to a murderer or rapist or paedophile. So you try telling them that. They want justice, right? And guess what? The universe wants justice for your sin. And if you don't repent of it through Jesus, the only advocate for your sin... You'll go to hell. You cannot be anywhere near God. The new earth at the end of Revelation and the new Jerusalem, which is after heaven, right? Which is when we come back to be with him. That's only for the righteous in Jesus, for people that have repented of their sins, who have been honourable and said sorry and repented. Most of you are cowards. Most people are cowards. They point fingers. Well, it's all his fault and it's all her fault and blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? You're not going to heaven. You're going to hell. And hell is where you're going to suffer. It's not a party for the um, fallen angels and Satan. Satan's going there to be tormented as well. Do you know when I use the word Jesus in my ministry, Satan runs a mile. If the Buddha next, wherever, if the Buddha or the Hindu, wherever they are, say Jesus, Satan just laughs at you. Because he owns you. He created all these pagan gods. It's as simple as that. The word Jesus, Yeshua, has power. The rest of them doesn't. So... No paedophile on this earth is getting away with anything. And I want you to now picture this in your mind. If you are a victim of someone who is a paedophile, the first thing I want to tell you is that God loves you very much, right? And he understands your suffering. Now, some people say, well, if he understands his suffering, then why is he letting it suffer? Because in the beginning, when man went, no, my will, not your will, Father, I'll do as I want. That's why mankind has destroyed this planet. That's why mankind has conquered this planet. God loves you so much. He gave you a free will. You're born into this world. Bear with me. You're born into this world. You're corrupted. And you're played around with as a child by these sick people. Yes, that wasn't your fault. But the good thing is God can completely heal you mentally and physically now. He can completely restore you right now. Right? And he will deal with these people. He will deal with it. Trust me. No one is escaping anything. You know, these sick people around the world might have escaped the system, but they won't escape God's judgment. And the judgment that he will hand out to these wicked sick people is beyond your understanding, right? You can't begin to fathom. I mean, just imagine being locked away in a room with no doors and windows and forgotten for, let's just say, for 10 years. You'd freak out. Your brain would freak out. You wouldn't know what to do. You can't get out. You can't. Well, you can just about breathe. But that's it. Well, imagine where this person's going. God will deal with them. And I need you to focus on that. I need you to realise that no one's going to escape anything. And he's got great mercy in your life. And I'm asking you now, if you're a victim of being a paedophile, sorry, a victim of a paedophile or rapist, right? 
I'm asking you now to come to Jesus and ask him for help. And I promise you this, if you, receive, you reach out your hand and ask Jesus for help now, right, for the suffering you're going through and you repent of your sins of what you've done, right, he will forgive you and he will help you. I guarantee it. I promise you that now. 100% as an evangelist, I promise you. I've seen it before. It will happen. And being a victim of that is horrible. And I know someone personally who's been a victim of it. And it really saddens me. There's nothing I can really do. I can pray for that person and ask for healing, which I have done and it's worked. But for them to be eternally completely saved and brought peace to, right? That's an act of God. And only God can do that. And God will do that. I promise you. Jesus said, if anyone comes to me, I will not turn them away. So if you, being a woman or a man, you come before Jesus and ask for help, he will not turn you away. He will not say no to you. He will not say, go away. He'll say, okay, come here, child. I'll help you. But he wants you to repent of your sin. He wants you to, he wants you to cry out. That's the main thing I want to tell you now. If you're suffering from this experience in your life, and I know someone who is, just cry out to God. Cry out to God in the name of Jesus. Jesus, please help me. I'm suffering. I've got this. I've got that. Please help me. Please help me. And if you mean that, he'll help you. I promise you. 100%. All right? God knows how much you suffer. God knows how much people are suffering. And he's not in the business of condemning people. Let me make that clear. I'm very direct on my podcast, but I always emphasize his love and the love I have for people. And sometimes being direct and honest with people is the best form of love because otherwise you don't know where you stand. I can't stand people that tell people what they want to hear and then lie to them, and then later on they found out they lie. They feel even worse. I'm not that sort of person. So God loves you and cares about you, right? And he wants you to be free. And trust me, I have had massive burdens in my life before I got saved. I've known veterans that have killed people, done horrible things, right? I've, people have done horrendous things in their life, and they've been forgiven. And you can see the freedom on their face. Because we, God knows we make mistakes, and it all goes back to the beginning, the fall. So God's rescue plan with his son on the cross, you see, and what he did was the biggest act of love in the universe. So when people say to me, you know, it's not a big deal. It is a big deal, man. Because when I think of my Lord Jesus, I start to cry. And what he's done for me. And what he can do for you. So please, I'm asking you. If you're suffering with this, with this lifestyle that you've been a victim of um, pedophiles or rapists or whatever. God will forgive. Sorry, God will rescue you from that. He will bring peace to you and bring complete and ultimate peace love and relaxation to it can't get the words out there all right because it saddens me when i i was shown something the last few weeks with women right and it's a big part of my ministry when i first got saved a woman prophetess came into my life by this church and she was bang on accurate with the future you just blow you away the stuff she would say and it just happened right she said to me that steve that women and children will come to you for peace and protection and they do they just flock to me and it's amazing because you know when, you see, when I meet these women that have been abused and beaten and raped by men, they're not men. I say to these women, first of all, they're not men. They're cowards. They're scum. They have not done what they were meant to do, and that's protect and love the woman. They're just filth. That's it. They're not worth that stuff that floats on a sewer bed. That's the end of it. Right? There's no excuse for it. A woman is not to be abused. A woman is to be cherished and loved. And don't get me wrong, I understand there are women out there that can be just as bad as men. But the fact is, most of that is because of their childhood. They've been abused by a parent, a male or female. You know, so it all spawns from somewhere. But the fact is, when you look at women, I love women. And when I look at women, as a man, I just want to protect them. 
your, you men have been built and made to protect the woman physically and emotionally. Their job is to protect you emotionally and to help you and love you. And, you know, women do things around the house that no man can do. I can't do it. They just naturally have the ability to look after and take care of the family. That's what they're meant to do, right? And when they do it, it's fantastic. Given our society today is so driven by money, it's all been thrown upside down. But the fact is, women are wonderful. I had three women in my house the other night, which were ambulance crew because I was a bit concerned about something. And it was all taken care of, believe it or not. Amazing. The Lord is fantastic. And these three girls I spoke to were fantastic girls. I love them all, right? And they listened to me, my witness about me witnessing about my path with the Lord and what's happened with me. But also I preached about what Jesus can do for them. And they were lovely girls. And I told them that I know someone who's been at the hands of a pedophile and I've met another woman who's been brought on my path, who's been in the hands of a brutal rapist who's now in prison. You know, it just turns my stomach. And I just I understand. And I started to cry many times about the way the women have been treated. It's disgusting. And the Lord said to me, Steve, I'm going to deal with all of it. Everything that's going to be dealt with. And these men will not get away with it. These women that have abused men or abused children, they won't get away with it. So the whole of mankind is going to answer. That includes women and men. No one's escaping nothing. And I promise you this, this is the peace that Jesus offers you. Number one, if you, you come to Jesus and you ask for help, he will help you, I guarantee it. You repent of your sins, you become born again, you're in the family, knowing that when you sleep for the last time, whenever that is, it could be tomorrow, it could be in six months, it could be six years from now, you will be in heaven. That's the promise. That's what he offers. John 3.16, for, for God so loved the world, he gave his only son. Right? Meaning, for God so loved the world at that time, Right, that he brought his son, he died on the cross, so you don't have to die, so you don't have to suffer. You know, Jesus didn't come into the world, condemn the world, he came to save it. But that doesn't mean that to live in sin. I mean, some people say, Well, if I say this, bro, I'm saved. No, it doesn't work like that. And if you think you're going to live in sin and then go to heaven, think again, that's not going to happen. It's about genuine repentance. When you're genuinely sorry about something and you mean it with all your heart, you repent, you don't say, I'm sorry. Because it doesn't mean anything. It's just a word. It's got to be an action behind it. You may, you must mean it. That's why when you repent, you're turning away from it. You don't want anything to do with that anymore. You're walking away from it. That's what repentance is. The word sorry doesn't mean anything. It's just a word. Actions speak louder than words. I'm sure everyone's heard that phrase before. You see? So you come to him, you repent of your sin. And I promise you, you'll be set free. So if you've been at the hands and you're a victim of rape, paedophiles, God can heal you and he will, I promise you. I love all you women with all my heart. There's no woman out there I don't like. Not even, even some of the most irritating ones in our government. I still love them and care about them. And they are being put on this earth. And some of them are doing leadership roles because men don't step up and do their job. And I get that. Totally get it. And it disgusts me. This country now is full of soy boys and snowflakes. Men who are not men anymore. And it's disgraceful. And also some of them could be suffering as well. But the fact is you're a man. Step up and take care of your family. When I see these men out there, so-called men, they're not taking care of their families. You're a disgrace. If you repent of it, God will forgive you. And he will give you the courage to step up as a man to take care of your family. He's not in the business of condemning you. But if you think for one second that you can do what you want, you're going to answer. I promise you this. So I thought I'd do that quickly because after meeting those wonderful paramedic girls, I'm sure they're going to listen to this, right? And I met another woman recently that came and spoke to me on Monday and I saw her yesterday, a woman that's on a Christian path who's in a bit of suffering and needs help and support. You know, 
my job is to guide people to the Lord. That's my job. But a few months ago, I met another woman and she was brought on my path and I love her so much and I really care about her. You know, and she's just the stuff that she's been through in her life. I couldn't believe it. I just, I just, I cried my eyes out. I just couldn't believe it. It's horrible. And it says in, in the book of Revelation, yeah, the new Jerusalem, there'll be no more crying, there'll be no more suffering, no, no nothing for, the, for those children in God, you know. There's tons of scripture that I can pull out regarding what will happen to pedophiles and what will happen to those who live in sin. But I'm not going to do that. For those who read the Bible, you know what I'm talking about. For those who don't read the Bible, I encourage you to read the New Testament, which is the first book, Matthew, in the New Testament. And just read it from chapter 1 all the way through and start listening to Jesus from chapter 5. And listen to what he has to say. Because if you want peace in your life, you'll bring it. I guarantee it. All this Buddhist crap and all these pagan gods, they offer this peace. Yeah, but it's a false peace. Right? Switching off your mind. But as soon as you switch your mind back on, you've got to deal with all the crap. Imagine walking with Jesus and you constantly got peace. And you've got no worries. And you need anything you ask and it will be given to you. Matthew 7, 7, Jesus says, if you ask, it will be given to you. Obviously within reason. If I ask for a Ferrari, I don't think I'll be getting it. He's talking about eternal things. He's talking about spiritual things. He's talking about peace and good health. You know, and if you need money for, you know, for your bills, he'll provide it. He can provide anything because he loves you. So anyway, I thought I'd do this and I hope it helps people and makes people realise you've committed this, you will answer. You're not escaping from nothing. Anyway, I'm just going to pray. <clears throat> Father, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that, Lord, you've encouraged me to do this. There's so many women and men out there suffering at the hands of these sick people, Lord, and you will deal with these sick people. And the punishment that waits for pedophiles and rapists, Lord, is everlasting. And it's torment. It's pure torment for their wickedness. They will not escape. I pray in Jesus' name for those out there that have been at the hands of this to come to you, Lord Jesus. Cry out to you. And Jesus, I'm asking you, if they cry out to you, that you will come and rescue them. That you will answer their prayer and rescue them, bring them peace in their hearts and their minds. And to become part of your family. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name right now. For all the women out there that are suffering at the, the, the brutality of men, the abuse, the sexual abuse, the mental abuse, that men do this to women. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, that you convict these men's hearts to repent, Lord, to not do this and to rescue these women, Father. Because no woman deserves to be treated like that. Women were made for us men, for us men to love and protect and cherish, not to abuse. I pray for all the children out there that have been in the hands of these wicked people. I pray for peace in their lives, Lord, to rescue them, Lord, and to bring them to you, Lord. And I also pray right now for those who have committed these wicked things to repent. Because if you don't, the fear of God will come upon you for your wickedness against these innocent people, Lord. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, that whoever listens to this message will understand that, God, you are merciful. That's why you sent your Son. But you are also a God of righteousness and wrath, and you will hand out punishment accordingly. No one is going to escape anything on this earth. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all. Bye. Good evening, my brothers and sisters in Christ, and good evening to those in the world that are not of Christ. The first part of this says that pedophiles would burn in hell. Let me just clarify something. No one technically burns in hell. Hell is a prison. 
but you go there to be held for a time until judgment day and then you will burn in the lake of fire forever. So imagine having an eternal body and you are thrown in the lake of fire forever because you're evil. You have walked with evil. That's where you go. You've got, before the lovey-dovey people run around that Jesus had roses on his head kissing everyone and all the tree huggers and the spiritualists and the, the Buddhists, it's all about love and forgiveness. God is willing to forgive you if you ask for um, forgiveness and you repent of your sins, you repent of the crimes you committed, he's willing to forgive. Because you have a free will, he allows you to choose. That's one of the biggest acts of love in history, next to his son dying on a cross, as an atonement for your sin, if you repent. Now, this episode, alongside, or segment, whatever you want to call it, is focused on those who know paedophiles, who have accepted paedophiles, or, for example, those who allow paedophiles to take care of their own children, or anything that they're sick of being, you are on the same level as a paedophile. And mark my words, you are going to answer for the same crimes as a paedophile. In the Far East, if you touch a child, they will burn you alive in the street. They'll stick a tie around you and burn you. This happens in most states in Africa. In the Far East, they will burn you alive. In other countries, they chop your bollocks off. You know, in Russia, they'll send you to a camp where you are forgotten and worked to death and thrown in a hole. That is what you deserve. That is satisfactory payment for your crime on this earth. However, your soul will then move on to go into hell. And then you'll be held there until judgment day. If you think for one second that you will get away with this crime, I mean, paedophiles, in my opinion, are the lowest of the low. You can't go anything lower. The one above paedophiles is rapists. And I'm going to be talking about that in another podcast regarding the treatment of women. That's what that's going to be called. Because women don't deserve to be treated like dogs or treated so badly. But that's for another time. This is focused on paedophiles and those who are accomplices to paedophiles, who know them, who help them, who associate with them. You are as bad as the paedophile. You are a disgrace and you deserve nothing less than the ultimate punishment on this earth and the ultimate punishment when you see my Lord. Now, if you repent of it and people struggle with this, if a paedophile repents of what they've done to Jesus and sincerely means it, God will forgive. Why? But because behind every wicked sin like that on this earth is Satan, the creator of sin. Satan fell to this earth when he tried to overthrow God. I don't know how he managed to do that. And his pride and his arrogance came out. He fell to the earth. He was given authority over the earth to look after it. If you want to know more, read Genesis in the um, Old Testament. Now, before people judge Christianity and judge the Bible, a bit of common sense and intelligence will tell you before you judge something, actually know what you're talking about and read the book. So Genesis will tell you about the fall from Genesis 2 all the way through to the end. It will tell you about the fall of man and where sin came from. And you'll understand who Satan is and what he is. And he does exist. He's the king of this world. He's not the king of me. My king is Jesus because I'm born again. I'm taken from this kingdom into God's kingdom. And when I die in this flesh, my spirit goes back to the Father guaranteed that's what jesus offers for everyone who's in him for everyone who is born again of water and spirit that he commands in john 3 5 in the book of john 3 verses 5 so that you're born again you are guaranteed that you will go to heaven if you remain in him which he says in matthew 24 13 those who endure to the end will be saved so for the calvinists that shuts you down straight away but what i want to focus on is that those who know paedophiles those who are accomplices of paedophiles, those who help or associate, you are as bad as a paedophile. And you will go to the same place as a paedophile. You are a disgrace. You are a disgust. I know of 
people that were children that were molested and abused by one particular paedophile. And their parents knew about it and did nothing about it. And actually lived off the profits of handing their children over to this sick, disgusting scumbag. I can guarantee you right now, if he didn't repent, he is in hell as we speak. And he is, you know, hell is a, it's not a place of luxury like it is on earth. It's a horrible place. There was a guy in America that actually spent 23 minutes in hell. And he, told, and he tells you what he saw down there. And he was taken there by God to bring him back to warn people. Right? You are going there. And once you're in there, there's no getting out. There's, the Catholics believe there's purgatory. No, purgatory doesn't exist. That's part of their cult. That's part of their belief. Now, a lot of people say Catholics are Christians. Some of them are. Most of them are not. They're part of a big cult. And they say you have to be a Catholic to be a Christian. No, you don't. The Bible does not say that. The Holy Bible was around a lot longer before the Catholic Church was. The New Testament was around three, 400 years before the Catholic Church even came around. But most people don't even know that because that's the truth. You see, most people don't know a lot about nothing. Most people on this earth now, especially in my country, the UK, know a lot about nothing. All they do is talk, 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 talk. That's all they do. And they blab like they know everything. And then when someone comes along who knows what they're talking about, they shut up and get all upset. Anyway, for you people out there that know paedophiles and the things that you have done towards your own kids and other kids, you are going to answer. You are a disgrace. You are a disgusting human being and you are going to answer and you will face my Lord who has eyes of fire for what you have done. When I think of beautiful little children out there who have been molested by these sick people, you know, I say to the Lord, don't ever bring me to one, Father, because your angels will have to hold me back. My blood will be boiling. These people are, well, like I said, they are the lowest of the low. You can't go any lower. The accomplices, the people that know paedophiles and paedophiles, you're all in the same box. You're all going to the same place, the worst parts of torment. In the lake of fire, you will suffer for all eternity for what you have done. How could you do that to a beautiful little life? All the children flooded around Jesus. These are, these are, what's it? the Bible says, children are a blessing. They're a complete blessing to your life. They're innocent, they're sweet, they're gentle, they're cute. They're all these things and they don't deserve to be abused like that. And you've allowed it. And if you're guilty of this, I suggest you repent to my Lord now. I suggest you get on my knee, your knees and repent for what you've done. Because I'll tell you this, you're going to answer. If you think for one second the system of the law, the law system on this earth hasn't dealt with you, he's going to deal with you. No one on this earth is going to escape anything. That's what gives me great satisfaction to know. Nobody on this earth escapes judgment. You are not going to disappear into oblivion. Your, your, your ashes aren't going to vaporize into, into atoms or whatever you want to call it. You aren't just going to disappear and not answer. You are going to answer for all your crimes. Your lies, your blaspheming, your, your slander of others, your crimes you committed that you have an answer to on this land. You're going to answer. That's why if you repent of your sin now, God will forgive you because you're in sinful flesh. Flesh that has fallen from the beginning. The Bible says that all flesh is sinful. Every baby that's born into the world becomes sinful. Right? Is polluted. That's why he brought his son to help us get out of this situation if we turn and repent to him. But we have free will. That's another big act of love that God gave us a free will to choose between right and wrong. But the stuff that I've, been, I've heard recently, the stuff that I've seen, you know, people's lives affected 
boys that were raped by one sick person. And there's, there's stories of this all over the world. There's a guy right now in the Philippines that was in charge of one of the biggest paedophile networks in the world. Type into YouTube, 16 Minutes Australia, um, paedophile in the Philippines, something like that. You'll see him. He's got white hair. Um, he's from the UK. He's got an orange apron on because that's their prison uniform. And when she sits down to interview him, he just doesn't care. And the things he made this one little girl do that brought me to tears when I saw this, right? This little girl, what he made her do before he raped her and killed her, just made me feel sick. I just couldn't believe that's even possible. But it is. And mark my words, if I was there now, I'd walk straight up to his face and say, you think you're smirking, pal? You wait till you shut your eyes for the last time. You're going to be visited by my Lord. And the fear... And the torment you're going to go through for what you've done will be everlasting. That is the punishment that you will face if you don't repent. None of you will escape. And what you've done to children or what you've known of others to do to children, you will answer for. Make no mistake. How could anybody hand their own children over to someone sick like that for money? You are a disgrace. You are a disgust. You are not human. You are not a person. You are filth. You are walking with the devil. You are a child of Satan. And you will answer as he's going to answer. You're not going to escape for nothing. Do I make myself clear? Now you might think, well, where's the forgiveness in that? There is forgiveness. And I will forgive you. And I have forgiven you. That's me. I'm just a human being. I'm just a man on this earth serving my Lord. But I've already answered to my Lord Jesus for my crimes. But what you've done and what people do to women and children is a disgrace and a disgust. And you will answer for what you've done. As everyone else will answer for their crimes. If you don't repent, you'll answer in a horrific way. But if you repent of Jesus now, you will be forgiven. Because behind every sin on this earth, no matter what it is, Satan is a tempter. He's the one that tempts you into it. And... We humans, we can make mistakes. I don't know how any human being could be making a mistake regarding paedophilia or raping a woman. I don't know how any man or any, well, sorry, rephrase that, how any sick individual, because you're not a man and you're not a woman, if you do that, how you could even entertain it. Why would you entertain it? It's a complete, it, it just baffles me completely. It's a disgrace. And as a Christian preacher, I'm telling you now, you will answer. You know, I was speaking to a Muslim guy not so long ago and he was quite high up in the Muslim rankings and he said, you know, the more money I give to my imam, the more money I do, if I build my own mosque, I'll win massive favour with Allah. So I thought, if he's a paedophile behind the scenes raping children, that means Allah's going Allah's gonna to sort of turn a blind eye to it and let him in. I don't think so, mate. No chance. You see... Their faith is all about works-based salvation. If I'm a good Muslim, if I pray 10 times a day, if I do this, I do that. Buddhism's the same. Hinduism the same. If I do good things and win favour with my God, I get to heaven. The more money I make, the more donations I give, the more favour I have with my God. No, you won't. Jesus covered this. He made it very clear. Take away your filthy rags. Do not come to me with that. End of story. You can't earn your way to heaven. So if you think for one second that you shut your eyes and you're going to be in paradise just because God's a loving God, real love is not what we understand it to be. Go and read Blessings and Curses in the book of Deuteronomy. This is what God did to his own people. After he blessed them greatly and they're so disobedient, he brought curses on them. And just read what they went through. 
You think, how can you do that if he loves them? You don't understand what love is. Most people don't. What real love is all about. Real love is giving your life for another. Real love is doing the hardest thing. And on judgment day, God will be crying that you are going to face these horrible, horrible punishments. But you deserve it. And you will answer. Nothing is going to escape. No one's going to escape anything. So I'm warning you now. If you are participated in that, or been accomplice in that, or known about it, or even handed your own children to it, you are as bad as the person who did it. And you're going to answer to the same crimes as what you've done. You know, just the thought of having your own child and handing your child over to someone like that, or something like that rather, for money or for personal gain. You are not human. You are worse than the filth that floats on a sewer downstairs. You are pure scum. I wouldn't even look at you walking down the road because you're not worth it. But I will tell you where you're going. And that's the utter torment because that's all you deserve. And that's the end of it. So I pray in the name of Jesus to whoever listens to this. This isn't to the believer because a believer wouldn't even consider doing this. And if you do, you're going to face more wrath than the one who isn't. But to you who's lost in this world, mark my words, you are going to answer for what you have done against God's creation. Children are made in his image. Children are innocent and they don't deserve to be treated in that fashion. And if you think you won't answer, you are going to answer. Mark my words, I will bet my life on it and everything I have and know in this world, you will answer for what you have done. Make no mistake on that. So Father, I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, for people who listen to this that are convicted for that wicked, evil, filth of a crime that is definitely 100% from Satan himself. I pray those who follow Satan repent, because if they don't, Lord, they will go to the same place that Satan goes, to utter torment forever, Lord. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.